Hi, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair. I am Annie Lobert, and I am the founder of Hookers for Jesus and Destiny House. And also, I am a speaker, author, and I talk a lot. And I love to interview people. And today's guest is someone I love very dearly. She's a friend of mine, and she just is so full of joy. I have today in the studio, Dr. Carol Elaine. Dr. Oh, Carol, yay! You. Thank you. I'm so excited that you're here. I am so excited to be here. I've been asking you to come on this for a long time. And I'm thrilled that it was today. And Oz and was like, are you going to bring her on today? I was like, yes. <laughs> and I, do I have to do her cute little accent? <laughs> that accent has taken me a long way. Come on, way. girl. Southern, Southern, no, the Southern Belle. Southern, bell. Southern Belle. That's right. That's it. And all the manners that go with it and all the beautiful grace that comes with it and the sweetness that you have. Oh. Can you tell our audience just a little bit about you before we, we talk about I, what we're going to talk about today? Absolutely. I started preaching when I was 15. I was born again, and six months later, I am preaching in a Sunday school. And the, the teacher didn't show up, and so all the kids, the kids. The kids were my age. They were my peer and uh, peers, and they ended up saying, we want her back. And all I did was tell stories. I just told Jesus stories, and they loved wow. it. And so the church sort of took me under their wing, Pentecostal church. Oh, I love it. And they started training me. I was used in the women's groups and What kind whatever. of Pentecostal was it? Was it the kind where you have to wear dresses? It, it, it was a very strict <laughs> religious kind. But, you know. You can't wear makeup. No, exactly. But my mother raised me where I was free. And so they still used me regardless. Now that a few right. would come up and say, you're wearing jewelry mm -hmm. or you're wearing pants. And you better shake that off right now. Absolutely. You're and that's disrespecting the Lord. Absolutely. What? And it's religion. But yeah, they've come a long way. Yeah, they have. And so I threw out the bad, yeah. but I embraced the, the good. good. And mm -hmm. I thank God for my Pentecostal roots because right. they have sustained me through thick and thin. I, I got to tell you something. When I first gave my life to Jesus... That was my go-to. Like yes. The, the roots of spirit-filled, Pentecostal, gets slain in the spirit, speaking tongues. Absolutely. Yes, I'm a crazy one. <laughs> I don't care what anyone thinks. I love it. And I love that you're like that because you're not like I, I see people that are stuck in a way of thinking with religion that they're stuck in these boxes. Yes. So you're out of the box. Absolutely. So then what happened after that? Oh, well, the Lord freed me completely from the thoughts of men. Mm -hmm. I was hungry. I was thirsty. Whatever you say, Jesus, I'll go where, wherever you want me to go. And so I started preaching at a very young age and I had the the a lot of times the uh, a lot of times the the ministers would coin me as mm -hmm. the greatest woman preacher. Well, I have to tell you, I was probably about the only woman preacher mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in those circles. And right. it wasn't that I was the greatest. It was because they didn't know another woman in those circles that was yeah, preaching. Yeah, but you know, I, I say that you were the greatest, so go for it. <laughs> You're sweet. I tell you, the Lord's done a work in my life. Uh, Annie, I have come through some things. I had a broken back, a broken neck. 
I had a, a crushed spine. I had a major wow. operation. I had metal put in my neck. I had a bone graft. And you had a miracle happen, didn't you? I did. Jesus came to me. He walked in. You know, I was telling him, I was trying to talk to him the night before to tell him, wouldn't it be better I, if you just took me on to heaven? I, because right. we I get would, in those places. We do. And I was there. I was down. I was out. I had gone through a divorce, and you it were all was alone. and it mm. was a terrible time. My father was dying mm. during that time, and I laid in the bed, and was no better even after that surgery. And I was trying to wow. talk Jesus into something. I said, "You know, I don't want to." I'm I, ready to come home. Yeah, I don't want to live this way <laughs> the rest of my life. Right. And the next thing I know, Jesus came through the door through, wow. and walked from the hall over to my bed and the power of God came into the room. I jumped up. He put his arms around me. I went out of my body to the corner of the room, saw my body like an x-ray. Oh my goodness. And I'm telling you, I saw him like Do you like think a, you might have died? I, I mean, like I, that sounds like a near-death experience in I a way. don't think so. I believe I was there in the room because I could see the right. room. But he was allowing me mm -hmm. to see what he was doing in my body. And I saw my spine. I saw through my body. I saw my spine. I saw him holding my shoulders. And like a master chiropractor, because he is the great physician. And carpenter. Yes. Psychologist. He, he everything. He is everything. <laughs> he goes like that. And when he did like that, I saw an adjustment to my spine. I come from the corner of the room, my spirit, back into my body. And this is what's amazing. I'm looking up at the face of Jesus. Mm. You know, there's an old song, uh, Beverly Shea used to sing it with Billy Graham. He says, the I things of this world grow strangely dim mm. in the light of his marvelous face. And all I could see was the face of Jesus. Right, right. And I thought I was in heaven. I, I, all wow. of a sudden, the room had disappeared. Everything had disappeared. I'm looking up at his face, and I thought these words. I believe I thought them. I may have spoken them, but I said, am I in heaven? I don't remember dying. And I believe that's the way it is with the death of saints. And I spoke to him, and he found it humorous. Jesus is all joy. <laughs> he has a sense of humor. He is all I joy. I love it. I love it. Why do you think he laughed at the uh, his you. disciples when I'm they said, you. we should rain down fire in this city? Yeah, and he said, yeah. oh, sons of I'm, thunder. I'm you telling know? <laughs> you, that was that, that was a sarcastic thing. Yes, it so, was. I want to hear the rest of what happened right after we come back, you guys. Yes. You don't want to miss this. We're going to tell you more about Carol's story. Darkness in the midst of joy. Destiny House is a place here in Las Vegas that ladies can come to that have been sex trafficked, that have been in the sex industry, that have been abused by their traffickers, abused by the buyers, abused by a boyfriend. Domestic violence can come and receive complete, total restoration. The sex industry brings death, but Jesus brings life. More information, go to hookersforjesus.net. Click on contact. Call us at 702-883-5155. Thank you.
Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look for his wonderful face. And the things of the world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Oh. I might have said the words wrong, but... No, beautiful. <laughs> and I may have said them wrong a while ago, but oh, yes. So, so you were in that room and joy walked in and healed you. And he healed me when everything was going wrong in my life. When I was depressed, mm -hmm. discouraged, in pain, sick, I had the best doctor. He was renowned. He had operated on me, bone grafted, metal in my back. And but then the best, best doctor. Yes, the great walked physician. Walked and did a home visit. Yes, he, he did. He did a, a home visit. <laughs> I love that. I never thought about that. It was that. a concierge doctor. Yes. You didn't have to pay for it. I, that's right. That's right. Because <laughs> so he paid for it on the cross. He paid mm. for it on the, by his stripes. We mm -hmm, are healed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He walks in at my lowest point. Right. I don't think I could have been any lower. Wow. Wow. He walks in. I mean, I had been trying to talk him into taking me to heaven. I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I wanted to escape this body. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people are when they're in pain, right. whether it's soulish pain, no, you understand. know, emotional or physical. Right. And I wanted to go be with him. And so I see him do the adjustment adjustment on my spine. Mm -hmm. I go back into my body. I'm looking up at the face of Jesus. I don't see anything else but the face of Jesus. And I tell you, when you have an encounter with God, that's, that's all you'll see. Right. And he's holding me still in his mm -hmm, arms. Mm -hmm. I'm his daughter. Right. He's holding me. Right. And he, I, I, I believe I thought the words, I don't think that I said them. And this shows you the power of God to know every thought that goes through our mind, mm -hmm. our heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said, am I in heaven? I don't remember dying. And he smiled. He found it humorous. Mm -hmm. I think it was because I was so wrapped up in him. Mm -hmm. He found it joyous. He right. found it humorous. His eyes danced. <laughs> That's the only way that I can describe it. And he looked at me, Annie, and he said these words to me, tell my church that I am bringing realignment and positioning to my body. Wow. And then he was gone. And I'm telling He's you, making crooked paths straight. He is, mm. and I believe this mm. is the hour that he is bringing realignment. Yes. He is saying, get in place, get in. Get ready. Uh, yes, get in. Line up. And it's amazing because he said two words. He said realignment mm -hmm. and he said positioning. Right. Now you think about those two words just a moment. Realignment means placing you because you got out of alignment. That's right. You got out of the boundary. Exactly. And I, I see a lot of people like that today. Mm -hmm. They're trying to do this when they're called to do this. That's right. And so I've, I've made that a choice in my mm -hmm. life. My husband says to me often, Scott. Focus. Scott, <laughs> yes. General manager of CTN Vegas. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's firm. He says... And you're the, you're the, I, the <laughs> wife, but you're the... The, Social. The lady of the house. <laughs> yes, right? I am. And he says to me, focus, focus. And I believe that that's what the Lord is saying right now. Mm -hmm. Do your part. Right. Get in alignment. 
you weren't meant to be an evangelist. You right. were called to be a prophet or you weren't meant to right. be a prophet. You were called to be an evangelist. And, and that and that is something that is so, especially right now, the, the times that we're in, this dark time that's a potential recession because of everyone losing, 10% of people have lost their jobs. I think it might be higher because of the and, virus. Exactly. And if you look at everything, it's a very sad, dark winter time right. in the history of the whole world. Right. Not only in the USA, it's mm -hmm. affecting everyone. It and, and we know it's serious, but at the same time, I think the fear is the actual virus. Oh, yes. There's no way it's not. Like, Come on, that's girl. the biggest thing out of yes. everything is the fear Preach it. that yes. it's put on people. And so you, in your darkness, in, in the time that, that Jesus healed your spine, you were in a very dark, dark place and depressed and you want to go to heaven. There's a lot of people out there right now that are probably yes. feeling like this. They're like, I yes. just want to leave. And so I understand that when he healed you, at your whole attitude it changed. Changed. It changed. He brought joy to me. Mm -hmm. You have an encounter with God and you are filled with joy because of course in, in Psalms, the word of the Lord talks about that joy. Right, right. And so I, I had the presence of God come into my room. I had the presence of the Lord. And the next day, I get up and I start cleaning the house, washing the clothes. And you're, you're back to normal almost with oh, your body. Exactly. Everything's perfect. I'm calling people on the phone. Right. And I remember sitting down in a chair after I'd worked all day long and I pinched myself. I actually pinched myself. And I thought, am I dreaming? Yeah, there's no way that could be possible. Because or has this really happened? Now, didn't the doctor say you had, I mean, he put metal in your yes. bones yes. to repair them. But when they did the x-ray. Oh, this is an amazing thing. When they did the x-ray, and this was years later, I had the chiropractor come out. Now, listen, I'm remarrying and I married the greatest guy on the face of the earth. But if you have any trauma in your life in any marriage, any kind of physical abuse, emotional abuse. I was very uh, scared. I'll be honest with you. And God understands. Mm -hmm. And we have to open the door when fear comes knocking. And that's right. what he's saying right now mm -hmm. with faith, with that's the right. word of God. Right. And so I was a little bit scared. I was very nervous. I had been single for many years. Mm -hmm. I mean, years had passed and he said to me, my husband, my future husband at that time said to me, you need to go to the chiropractor. I was like, I'm in pain. Okay, I'm stop. Stiff. Stop, <laughs> okay. Dr. Carroll. Okay. We're going to be right back. We're going to hear what happened at our doctor. Hi, my name is Annie Lobert, and some of you have seen The Pink Chair Show, and you don't understand who I am or where I come from. Hey, why does she have a show? Well, I'll tell you a little background. I was a person that was born in Minnesota and I eventually got sex trafficked all the way to Las Vegas. And for a decade, stuck in sex trafficking as a high-class call girl. In fact, I've written a story about it, my book. It's called Fallen, 
out of the sex industry and into the arms of the Savior. And incidentally, my name in the sex industry, I was a stripper and a call girl, was Fallon, Fallon York. Most ladies that go into the sex industry. We pick a pseudo name, an alter name, because we don't want our family to know what we're doing. It's completely underground. It's completely secret. There's a lot of shame involved with being a girl or a, a man or a boy in the sex industry because you don't want your friends and the family that you love to know what you're doing. And so I wrote this. This is on Amazon. It's also on our website, hookersforjesus.net. You're wondering, hey, the name Hookers for Jesus, what is that? Well, that's simply based on Matthew 4, 19. I will teach you how to fish for people. And also it is in Spanish. So if any of you have friends that are, maybe they only speak Spanish. This is written in Spanish, translated in Spanish. And I also have it. This was done in the studio, produced by my husband from Oasis Audio. Great company, by the way. And my, my story's in this audio. This is about six and a half hours. Get in your car. You can drive. Now that we're in this place where we have to stay home, you can also listen to it in your house and just basically in one day and be blown away by the story. And the reason why I wanted to share that today was because sex trafficking right now is very real. It's happening in your hometown. It's happening in your county. It's happening in your city. It's happening across our borders. We've got cross-trafficking that happened quite frequently the past, especially the past couple decades. And specifically in America itself, in the United States of America, we are going through a really dark time where people are having to stay home. And don't think that sex trafficking has disappeared just because husbands are home with their wives, just because people are, you know, trying to stay away from each other. People are still putting ads out there selling human beings. It's gone more underground than ever before. People can meet in cars. People can meet in motels. It doesn't mean it can't happen. If you guys want more information about what we do and how we help sex trafficking victims out of lifestyle, we have a place called Destiny House that helps them get free of that lifestyle. Go to hookersforjesus.net and click on contact. And you can email me and ask me your questions. We'll send you information about what we do. And if you need help out of the industry, please call us. And we will get you the resources. We will help you get out of the industry. 702-883-5155. Call or text 702-883-5155. God bless you. Welcome back to Annie's Pink Chair. You guys, there is a miracle awaiting to happen for you. You can't believe that things are going to just end up in a bad place just because of the circumstance that you see, because real faith doesn't need to see what's about to happen. Real faith believes it's going to happen and there's a vision. And for my friend, Dr. Carol Elaine, she got a miracle. And you were saying that you went to the doctor. Yes. And they did an x-ray. Yes. And what happened? Okay, this is what happened. So I go to the doctor because my husband, my future husband insisted because I was so stressed out about getting married again. I'd been single for years, even though I knew he was the right one. I had to battle this fear. I didn't want to get in a situation like I had been in. And so I go to the doctor 
I'm sitting in the chair. He had taken x-rays and he comes back to tell me what the x-rays are saying. And the first thing he asked me, he said, who did the operation on you? And I told him it was a, uh, it was a doctor that is no longer, he died after he had uh, operated on me. And it was a very tragic thing, but he was the best. He was renowned. And I told him who did it. And he said to me, have you seen the x-rays? I've never seen anything like this. And he calls me into the, where he had the Mm -hmm. x-rays up. He called me into that room. There's lights showing the x-rays. He said, there's holes where the metal was. There's no more metal. That is crazy. And I grabbed him by the hand because he was just in a state of confusion over this. I grabbed him by the hand and I said, doctor, I had an encounter with Jesus. And I started telling him what had happened. You know, Jesus also had metal in his hands and holes were left. And so I'm starting to witness to him and he didn't want anything to do with yeah. it. Yeah, doctors but, are funny like yeah, that. He Some didn't of them. want it. He <laughs> didn't want to hear it. Science, not God. <laughs> and so I did ask him. I said, "Listen, I have the X-rays before. Mm-hmm. That do you want show, to see them? Show the metal." And I said, "I would like the X-rays." And so I have the X-rays at my home, the before and the after. You you, you need to upload it on a PowerPoint. And go somewhere and just tell the story. Absolutely. Preach. Absolutely. You know, Annie, I want to get back to what Jesus said to me, though, and I think this is very important. He said, I am bringing realignment and positioning to my body. What he performed on me was as an example of what he's going to do with his Mm -hmm, body. mm -hmm. And if you could hear him say, tell my church. Now, that's a personal pronoun there. He Mm -hmm. loves his church. Yes, he does. He died for his church. That's right. I'm not going to criticize his church. We're the bride. We're the bride. Exactly. And he's coming for one Mm -hmm. without spot or wrinkle. And he is doing a work right now on his church. And he's saying, get in alignment, realign. And then the word was not reposition, it was position. Because I'm going to take you somewhere you've never gone before. When you're fighting a battle and when the enemy is coming with all of his onslaught, and let's just say one third of heaven, right? You have to be in the right position. Absolutely. And when you're standing, like it says in Ephesians 6, it says, uh, stand. When everything else is done, stand. And I, I really believe maybe that's part of what he was saying. Like, don't put on your armor and get ready. Yes. Because I'm coming back. I want you to be ready. Absolutely. To stand against the wiles right. of the enemy. And having done all, stand. That's right. And, and, and most, most uh, battle, battle, fiery darts from the enemy, it comes in forms of words and air media reporting. Yes. For this time specifically. Yes. And... That's what we have to remember. Listen for God's voice. We don't listen for man's voice. Exactly. Because man's voice always, without God, leads us astray. 
Absolutely. And the enemy takes advantage of that. Satan takes advantage of that. And I, I'm just so um, fired up for this because, Carol, we are in such a such an amazing time. Yes. And for me, it's exciting. And, and yes, I got upset too, but I'm more happy and joyful than upset. And I know right now, we were talking earlier, not everyone is in that place. No. They're scared. They're their finances are gone. Their job is gone. Maybe their relationship broke up. Maybe they're in a house where they're now they're fighting their domestic violence. Now the police have been called. Their partner went to jail. And so now they're in this place where what do they do? And they have nothing to look forward to. Exactly. So I, I'm hoping that these, some of you are watching this today and we're going to have to continue this. Yes. I thought this was going to be a 30 minute show, but I'm totally <laughs> wrong because you have more to say. I have more to share. We're going to come back next week and we're going to be talking about what do you do now? Now that you're in this dark, dark place, what did Carol do? What did Dr. Carol do? She's a doctor for a reason. You guys, it's not just a name that she gave herself. Okay. And my personal story of what did I do when darkness hit me the hardest? So please be with us next week. We'll continue our story with Dr. Elaine. Thank you so much for being here today, oh, Dr. Elaine. Oh, God bless you. Thank you for we having me. We love you. Me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
We stay in that situation because we don't believe we have a chance or a hope or even a light at the end of the tunnel or a lighted doorway to open up the crack of that doorway to escape where we're from. And so that's why I established Destiny House. I was told by the Holy Spirit to do it, named after my miscarried child. Yes, unfortunately, I was pregnant. I overdosed. Yes, I was pregnant. I lost my child. The name of my child was going to be Destiny. And so that's the name of our house because I believe, we believe at our organization that every woman has a beautiful destiny. For more information, go to hookersforjesus.net, click on contact, call us at 702-883-5155. Thank you.